Today's Local Lady podcast was made possible by Wind River Pediatrics at 1005 College View Drive in Riverton. Dr. Mike Fisher has been our family pediatrician for 10 years. We are so thankful to have him available for all the minor bumps and bruises to the bigger medical issues. Thank you, Dr. Fisher, for all your hard work for our community. Hello, Riverton and Fremont County. This is Bethany Baldus at the Porter's 10 Cast Studio. And today I am joined with Lori Hoffman and Susan Grinnells from Makerspace 307, who is now located in the County 10 building. So that you're new neighbors to the Porter's Studio. How are you guys today? Good. We're great. Good. So I guess the probably the biggest question to start out with, what is Makerspace 307? Uh, we started in 2012, so we've been, uh, we are the oldest makerspace in the state of Wyoming, uh, the oldest public makerspace in the state of Wyoming. We started at Fort Washakie, and uh, we started with just a laser uh, for cutting things. Uh, with a laser, you can cut anything. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, so we've developed over time. Makerspaces are, actually the concept of makerspaces or fab labs was started in uh, 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 Sweden, where it's a a socialist kind of country, and so they 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 took all of the old factories they had and they um, refurbished them with all new digital equipment and made them free for the public to come and use them. And uh, uh, Finland did this too, and they they've actually become a company a, a country with the largest number of entrepreneurs and uh, inventors. And it's it's a lot of it has to do with the mindset that comes from a makerspace and a fab lab. Sure. And, of course, we don't have a socialist country. Right. <laughs> so uh, we ha- have makerspaces and fab labs in the United States. They usually are in larger metropolitan areas, and they are membership-based. And so uh, Susan has a good description about what a membership for a makerspace is like. It's a, you can kind of think of it as a creative gym where we have a bunch of really uh, fun equipment and 3D printers, laser cutters, um, vinyl cutters, and you can pay your membership and uh, come in and use the equipment like you would in a uh, regular workout gym. A workout gym, yep. It's a workout gym for your mind. Brain. And and it works both sides of your brain, Mm -hmm. uh, the creative side and the mathematical or technical side. We have, um, I would say, a good good number of our members are engineers, and they're making things that well, they, they never tell me what they're making. <laughs> and if they did tell me, I might not understand. But anyway, so there's engineers, there's artists. Uh, uh, kids love to. Yeah, I was going to say, what's your age space? range? Well, um, anybody that can, you know, I, I, I think you'd have to be walking at least. Walking. <laughs> but, but there's a little bit of everything for everybody, wherever you're at. And then. Um, mm-hmm. Will you guys, uh, you guys will still have your classes and stuff over here? Yes. We have, for a, a couple of years now, had classes on demand. We have a catalog full of classes. Um, and because we, we, we always schedule classes, and then people say they couldn't make it because they had a soccer game or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so uh, rather than scheduling classes all the time, we went to uh, – uh, we listed all of our classes that we 
that we have and all of the wonderful people from the community that teach them. And um, you can take it by yourself, and that's one cost. Or you can get a couple of friends to do it with you, and that make brings the price down. Cost share. Mm-hmm. And um, that was pretty, uh, pretty popular uh, for a while. And then I think, I don't know, I, it, it dropped off a little. And, you know, some people, what the weird thing we discovered was a lot of people wanted to take classes alone, and they had never had that opportunity. And th- they took classes alone because, well... One person was an engineer, and she didn't want to waste time while everybody else was learning how to use the computer. (laughs) (laughs) So she could just start where she was at and move forward from there. And then um, uh, other people, you know, have various... Well, one person was a teacher, spent time with people all the time and wanted just time to do stuff on her own. So um, anyway, but we are also going to start, now that we're in our new location and we feel we'll have a whole new community Mm -hmm. um, here... Uh, we will be scheduling classes, and what we're doing is uh, call a kind of a progressive series of classes. We're going to have a woodworking um, right. Because you guys have series. an entire woodworking shop. Yes, correct? we have a wood shop. We have a CNC router. Uh, we have we can work with metal smithing, non-ferrous metals. Uh, we have enameling. We have, as Susan said, see it, uh, vinyl cutters and laser cutters and 3D And then all the computer um, software. uh, Yeah, and most of the equipment is run through the computers. Mm -hmm. Um, And we use uh, CorelDRAW. But if people have things like um, Adobe Illustrator, and they can save it in the correct file format and use it on a lot of the equipment here. Sure. So you can do your creative stuff even at home if you want and and bring in your files and... um, and so if I was going to come in, Susan, and I wanted uh, to be able to use a file that I could use in the laser, uh, on the CNC router, and on the uh, vinyl cutter, well, the, what would be the best file for me to bring? Well, on the laser um, cutter, you have a couple options. You can uh, engrave from a JPEG. Um, you can um, cut from a vector file, which is... a Adobe Illustrator or CorelDRAW or any um, vector-based um, EPS. And that the EPS is, a, a vector-based EPS is the only thing that works on the vinyl cutter. And with the vinyl cutter, you can make um, decals for T-shirts and fun things like that. And uh, for the, um, the CNC, um, I'm not sure. I think that one takes a... Um, a scalable ve- vector graphic that can be produced. Um, uh, there's also some freeware called Inkscape that you can produce your own um, S- SVGs, scalable vector graphics. Well, and I know you're such a wealth of knowledge, Susan. When I came out to Fort Washakie, I still remember you teaching me the difference between a vector and a raster. And so whenever I'm dealing with my graphics and stuff, I just, it's Susan's voice mm-hmm. playing in my head. So. Well, well, fortunately, there's only two major yeah. um, computer graphics. So that kind of um, narrows it down. But there are a ton of file formats. Sure. And the file formats are dictated by the native file format of whatever program you're working on. Mm-hmm. And um, so you kind of need to know the links to be able to get from your program to the right output. 
which is one of the things that you guys offer too is um, the computer classes to start with the programs, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and Susan uh, feels those are so, well, they are. They are so critical mm-hmm. uh, for running a lot of our equipment that um, those classes we run for free. Okay. Because we want to encourage people to learn to use the, the programs. Um, and, and, you know, to get, for, for most people, with, with uh, that want to do like t-shirts or you know use the laser uh, even to use the CNC router um, just some basic knowledge of of uh, Corel draw can really get you quite a ways well face it how many people are like me that have a cricket at home and the software stumps me so I don't touch it at all ever because it's like <laughs> I don't have the time to so I mean I, I can see where a class like that to dive in first is probably the best place to start well, that's a good point. We do th- we do know some people that come in and use our <laughs> stuff that have a cricket at home, <laughs> and now they're like, "Oh, now I know how to use this. <laughs> now and, I can make the graphics." <laughs> yeah, and and in fact, we have a woman who comes in all the time. She has uh, Pingora yarns in mm-hmm. Lander, um, and of course, uh, she has a cricket. Mm-hmm. But so she and she's a, a scientific. Her she used to be a science teacher, I think. Mm-hmm on the reservation and she um she comes in and uses the laser all the time she's making little things that you know stitch counters and oh okay stuff for her business sure so she's um so the cricket you know didn't get her far enough in what she was cutting it definitely has its limits yeah so she's uh addicted to the we are all addicted to the The laser laser printer (laughs) is so much fun i'll find the video and post it today or we might maybe we'll just cut something new but um it is so much fun to just watch it like how precise it is and everything and when i weeded yeah because you have to for your t-shirts for, for my t-shirts mm-hmm. it was so much easier than the vinyl cutter <laughs> like it's just super fast because mm-hmm. it's right there perfect and right really and that's cool. that heat transfer material which yep. is so easy to weed and yep that heat and you guys process. have a press too mm-hmm. so it makes the t-shirts better than ironing on at home as well so. yeah it really it's the same process they use to put numbers on football jerseys so right it it, it, it sort of melts the material in into the fiber so it's it's on there for good it stays nice and flexible and it doesn't crack like silk screening does right right so these progressive classes that we're offering uh will be for example we'll have uh woodworking where you start with analog processes just hand processes Mm -hmm. we have a three-hour table class so you come in and you we provide all the materials and you learn how to it the process in making this table runs you through most of the equipment in the wood shop. Sure. So you learn how to use quite a, quite a lot of, of equipment in the wood shop. Hand to, a lot of hand tools, a couple of bigger machines, but mostly hand tools. Um, and then the next class you, you could take if you wanted to. And you can take these separate or you can take them in a series. Right. Because we understand that some people want to learn a process in like how to work wood in a a more in-depth way Mm -hmm. and some people it's like entertainment it's like going to a movie i'm going to go spend three hours and make a table yeah you know so we're we're trying to you know think like all our all our members and so so then the next class you could take would be um uh, a c or uh the laser class and you're gonna learn a little bit of cad and you're gonna design little miniature furniture and Mm -hmm. and fabricate a small and it could be furniture it could be a kleenex box cover it could be a bird house whatever right that, that right. you cut on the laser 
And then the next thing you would take would be the CNC router. We have a CNC router that handles full sheets of plywood, which is four feet by eight feet. Mm -hmm. And uh, and then you would do a little more, learn a little bit more CAD and, and design a piece of furniture, or there's a ton of open source uh, right. furniture out there. And then we would show you how to cut that and fabricate and put that together. And uh, Susan has a series of printmaking classes that, that use some of the digital equipment and also use a lot of the processes typical to printmaking. Yeah, that's going to incorporate the laser mm -hmm. in, uh, in cutting. Uh, we can cut puzzle prints where you can ha have your graphic in there and and cut it out, and then you ink your pieces separately, and then just this one pass through the press. Okay. And uh, we're also this um, is the time to get start doing that kind of stuff too for Christmas coming up. That'd make great Christmas gifts for grandparents. Yeah, and stuff. Christmas cards, Christmas gifts, yep. wreaths, all yep. kinds of fun stuff. <laughs> Christmas and, paper. <laughs> and you just using the laser to do uh, engraving. You could also print that, um, you know, as a, um, uh, you know. Uh, you could use fabric paint and print, you know, a, a kind of a JPEG image sure. on, on your T-shirt or whatever. Very cool. One nice thing about the laser or getting your files into the computer, um, your image or your graphic, it, it can be, you can start out with just a couple inch image, a couple inches, and if it's a vector file, you can make it as big. You as can make it as big or as little as you want, or duplicate it, and then you can use it on. You know the CNC router. Mm -hmm. You can use it in the 3D printer. Um, so once you get your graphic or your image in there, there's all kinds of alternatives for output. Right. So the laser printer and or the laser cutter, and then you guys also have two different types of 3D printers, correct? Mm -hmm. We have a we have the the most common, which is a filament 3D printer. And we, we have one of those, and uh, we're inheriting a couple, <laughs> or they're on loan from Central Wyoming College. So they have, so that means we now have the 3D printer with the largest footprint. Oh, cool! In the county, <laughs> <laughs> maybe the state. No, not the state, probably, but the county for sure. And uh, uh, so we have uh, with with uh, the CWC has three MakerBots. Uh, we have a I forget what the. Flash Forge, I think it's called. And then we have Flash a liquid 3D printer, which is a Formlab 3D printer. And um, that's the one the engineers love because you can go on their website and geek out about all the different kinds of stuff you can put in there. We can print ceramic. We can print fl flexible rubber. Uh, we can, And then there's all kinds of different... Uh, there's stuff... There's uh, film with uh, graphite in it, which is... Uh, heat resistant. Okay. And there's an engineer who's doing some work right now. Uh, they were printing hands for their robots mm -hmm. with our three our liquid 3D printer, and um, somehow that repetitive motion is building up static in her system, and so she's got graph graphite material that she's going to be trying to use because I guess that will dissipate the static the static Interesting. anyway these are the great things you learn yes. from engineers <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure like i'm sure it's just amazing the people that you see come through makerspace because you have people from hobbyists to people who this is actually their profession being able to make hands or robotic hands and just like the different levels tell them yeah. about dave 
um, project with the bow holder? Oh, yeah. We have a great, um, you know, story that connects uh, Makerspace and the at-work space here and entrepreneurship that's being uh, taught at CWC and um, a lot of things. There's a So David Merrill um, was working at uh, Legacy Molding mm-hmm. in Riverton uh, quite a few years back and was noticing these they do vacuum formed plastic and he, he was notice he was doing a quality control inspection on these things and loading pallets they send out several pallets of things every week, every day from there and uh, he noticed a little email or a website on the on the little plastic thing so he looked it up at home and realized that whoever was having this thing made was paying a few pennies for it and then packaging it and selling it for uh, quite a bit more. Right. And so it sort of, it sparked, he's kind of a inventor kind of guy anyway. So it sparked in him this idea that, oh, he should be doing that instead of (laughs) quality inspection. So he came up with, he's a hunter, a big hunter. I think he does a bunch of guiding as well. And uh, he's a bow hunter and there's always, I guess, the issue of where do you put it? Where do you lay it? This is a big thing. How do you? Where do you put it in your car? Where do you put it at the house? How right. do you carry it in the woods without getting hooked on the trees? Whatever. So he started with this invention of of, of a of a system that you could hook your bow to, and you could. So this thing he's developed, you can strap it uh, to the back of your car seat, so you can hook your bow there. You can hook it to the wall so you can hook it at home on the wall and you can hook it on a backpack or your belt. Kind of like the things you put on your phone so you can like attach it, but it's for a bow. Very awesome. And so, um, and then the folks at Legacy helped him quite a bit, the engineers there. And so he came up with this beautiful design and this uh, project and he was in the makerspace using our liquid 3D printer uh, because it prints really really good prints they don't have any of those little lines in them right. and they're stronger too, and they're correct. strong they, they you can print with millable material that you can you can make holes in you can you can cut it you can you know whatever you can write um, and you, you can fabricate with it so he um, was made a few of those and he went to a trade show and his goal was to sell a thousand to get orders for a thousand and he got orders for 750 wow so um then he came back and he worked on his packaging. Susan helped him. She's a graphic designer. Mm-hmm. She helped him with his um, logo a little bit. And actually, David Merrill's father uh, designed packaging for uh, Hewlett Packard for their okay. paint cartridges. Mm-hmm. So he helped with the packaging, and he's got a product out there for Very sale. Cool. And yeah. so, how does that kind of work as far as um, taking the step from, I guess? How much is the membership to then how you, like, develop a business out of Makerspace? Sure. So right now, uh, memberships in the Makerspace are $50 a year. So expensive. I know. (laughs) And it's that way until the first of the year, January. And then they're going to go up a little bit. And um, so anybody who needs to renew or wants to become a member. Like Bethany. (laughs) Had better get in here and do it before the first of the year because it will likely uh, double. We're also working on student rates okay. and uh, and and family. We've always had just one rate, sure. and it doesn't matter if you have a family of twelve or one. Um, anyway, um, 
So that that's so you have a membership, and uh, if you have a process that you need to learn for your to make your invention, um, that really motivates people mm-hmm. to learn how to use the software and to use the equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can you can sign up for classes um, and learn how to use the material. We find that if you have a project, it's hard to learn a process just by like listening. Like here's how you do it. It's to actually sure, to have a project-based project uh, so that you can finish something, you can do something, you can apply the process, right. makes it stick in your mind better. So um, you learn the process and then you just go for it. That's what Carrie's been doing. She's learned how to use the laser and um, and been making all kinds. She's using leather, she's using rawhide, she's using the laser plywood. She's using all kinds of materials to make all these I never knew knitting had so many accessories. To right, it. <laughs> <laughs> everything does. That's amazing. That's so cool, though, to be able to like take that and how she's even making the county better by being able to sell that, and how that can then turn to something online or how you can scale it, whatever size you want to make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so if a person was to get into really um, trying to do, you know, David's project uh, led to mass manufacturing sure. but that is done at legacy okay and so uh that is not a process he's not making all of those sure. here which what a benefit for legacy and f- like that combination well too, it, where it just shows that, that we have yep. a rich environment mm-hmm. here in riverton and lander that um will support people in mm-hmm. becoming entrepreneurs sure. and doing uh things like that we are so fortunate to have places like you know legacy mm-hmm. and and Carrie's knitting store with right. its fabulous stuff, it, you know. And then, um, so to make a community of makers, and um, you know, the makerspace tradition has launched some really important things. The square that everybody uses on their yeah. phones to take credit cards, uh-huh. um, that was developed at a makerspace. And the uh-huh. man who developed it said, had he had to do that on his own, it would have cost him forty thousand dollars to launch. Right. And he was a member of a of a fab lab and it cost him four thousand dollars to launch wow um that there was a, a, a and also different kinds of minds you know right. like we're talking about the engineers versus the artists and the, the women who do applique that use the <laughs> laser and um that it's all different kinds of minds coming together and um this the saying that two heads are better than one is really true and there was a doctor trying to deal with a, an issue in africa they have a lot of premature babies and um they they most often die because what they need is consistent heat. They can't heat oh, their own okay. little bodies. Mm-hmm. And here in anywhere there's electricity, you just put your baby in an incubator right. and plug it in. Well, they don't have electricity mm-hmm. in uh, many parts of Africa. Right. So um, they he, working at a makerspace with an engineer and the doctor and one other person, there were three of them in the group, uh, a materials engineer. There were two kinds of engineers. Um, there are millions of kinds of <laughs> But anyway, uh, they developed this um, solar blanket thing, mm. and it is saving many, many lives That's in amazing. Africa. So, um, you know, it's it's just a, it, make, it creates a really rich um, community. Oh, yeah, we have another guy that's uh, an, a toy maker that has, he and his wife, actually our, our farthest away member lives in Cheyenne, and he's also on our board, <laughs> David Roswell. And um, he is a toy inventor. He's got quite a few toys 
that he's invented, and uh, he he prototyped his most recent toy in our makerspace. He comes up with a little tiny trailer, and he just spends a week, mm. and he lives in his trailer and eats a uh, cup of soup and <laughs> yeah, <that's so> funny. <laughs> and works in the makerspace, and he also makes earrings with. Uh, rawhide oh that he colors and paints in these beautiful ways and puts them together and um so uh he comes and visits us two or three times a year he and his wife they're both artists and um they're just great people and uh we we are very excited about our new space here because there's a shower (laughs) (laughs) there are lockers and locker rooms and we said gee david now when you come you don't have to go drive to lander for a shower at the pool there's actually a shower (laughs) so funny so the so the membership comes with a shower too (laughs) yeah there's a locker room (laughs) that's lovely (laughs) um so so uh no kidding sometimes we've had we had this order for 300 t-shirts and we had to get them done in like some incredibly short amount of time we just about you know lived at the makerspace working on those things and uh one of our other members uh letitia black she she volunteered and just showed up and brought her youngest boy with her Mm -hmm. and he was doing weeding and we were doing weeding and we had this whole process and uh, anyway we got them all done like 300 shirts in three days or something like that it was I'm so excited to see how this grows in Riverton like that you're in kind of a more populated place now and like just to see if it grows a little bit more and more people use it because I do feel like it's one of those things where I can bring my kids and to be able to have my kids in the same room with that engineer creating whatever the engineer is creating like they're gonna get some of that or be with Susan on like how creative she is like it's such a benefit for everybody involved and how much better everybody gets so I am definitely excited um so you guys are open what are your what are the hours um gonna be like while in your new location yeah we're uh open Tuesday through Saturday and we're open from 10 until 8 30 okay the kids have been asking yeah I kind of promised them we'd come this week so (laughs) yeah and this is a great space as Will Hill has pointed out we have a tv and we have lots of hangout space with sofas and stuff and um so even if your kids aren't interested in working in the maker space they can come hang out they can zone out on the tv or whatever (laughs) but they should probably um i i always feel so creative when i come in here like i could just sit and work and so to have something like maker space added to that i just i can't even imagine how great it's going to be um and then on this friday you guys are having a party for halloween so what's kind of the down low on that so uh, it's been a tradition for the makerspace to have a open house kind of party uh, for halloween mm-hmm. and um this will be our fourth or fifth i forget anyway um so it's free and we have in the makerspace we have four little hands-on projects um that anybody can do one is as basic as a glue stick and paper sure so even little a three-year-old could participate in that. So we have um, four little hands-on projects in the makerspace. Um, there are all of the other um, people in the at workspace and County 10 um, are going to be have candy. And um, I think they're even doing something here in the podcast studio so that 
um, kids can tell scary stories mm-hmm. or or they can make, uh, he's got a whole bunch of sounds mm-hmm. that he can make. So um, there might be a fun little scary story session that kids can work on. Yes. And uh, then they can, you can listen to those podcasts um, <laughs> on Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it should be a, a lot of fun. And it, it, uh, there's, there's something for everyone and uh, to do and can't get much better to make things and I didn't bring it into the studio but just as I was leaving Saturday uh, one of our board member makers major makers David David Malik uh, he was heading in after uh, having his date night with his wife they mm-hmm. were coming in here together uh, <laughs> what to a beautiful make date night <laughs> I know so they came in and they made some beautiful masks his wife mm. makes toys and uh, puppets, and uh, so they came in and um, they left us a paper mask uh, cool. that's flat, and you just have to stitch it together a little bit. I would probably staple it. <laughs> 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 so anyway, we'll have some of those cut out, and people can take the pieces home and stitch them or staple them if they want to make a mask. It's a really yeah. cool owl mask flat and they actually the pieces are still sitting in there they made a leather one oh, okay so first they worked it out on paper and then mm-hmm. they made this beautiful uh leather one do they cut the leather out on the laser cutter they did yeah. they cut the you could also cut uh we have for our cnc router we have a what does he call that a draw knife mm-hmm. or a anyway it's a it's a swiveling knife okay that's hooks onto the cnc router and uh can cut leather very cool yeah, so man you guys just have me like my brain's just bustling like i'm like all right <laughs> and i think this halloween party is going to be a, a really good way for people to come in and and you know check us out and mm-hmm. check out what what we have here and um this space so um, oh and we're going to have the 3d printers running make printing spiders oh yes and we're going to have the laser running cutting um spider webs i'm pointing to one that's sitting in the window right there so oh i didn't that's cool so you can come in and watch uh spiders being printed in. did you guys make the banners that are around uh we didn't make those oh. no we bought those so. here i think everything is <laughs> like, what we, they we could do that <laughs> yeah but we ordered those from mexico and well, you just can't beat the price yeah <laughs> So very good. So um, where do people find, you guys have a Facebook page? We do. We're on Facebook and we also have a web page. And then the address is in the Brenton building, 2255 Brenton Court, Suite A, which I always call this the front part of the building. I don't know if it is or not, but <laughs> it's kind of in a loop. So make sure you guys come down on Friday for from 3 to 6. Um Kind of my last question for uh, my podcast is always, um, what do you guys kind of envision for Riverton and Fremont County? It can be aside from Makerspace or have to do with Makerspace. Just what's your vision for where we're going and the direction we're going? I think we have some nice links and partners here now. Uh, uh, we, we're, we're kind of partnered with Idea Inc. and with CWC here, the Makerspaces, and um so there's some great uh one of the five primary initiatives in cwc's picture moving forward is entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. and so um i think uh if they're an entrepreneur who wants to make something um we're a great 
resource right. for them. And so I, I see us being involved in a lot more of that. Um, Susan and I's backgrounds are in art. Hers is in graphic design and mine is in sculpture. But um, that just gives us the curiosity and the um, knowledge to run all this equipment. Right. And, um, you know, engineers can make switches or whatever it is they're doing. <laughs> and like one guy said, I can tell you what it is i can explain it but i can't make you understand it <laughs> right right <laughs> so you guys are kind of the in-between there yeah so um and i also um there's a really great community of teachers in the schools mm-hmm. that uh, um, are wanting to do more with technology and but the learning curve is you know and who wants to do that by themselves right, right? so we um will be working with some of the schools here uh, in and in, in offering their that teacher training the PTSB I think it's called and uh, in technology because the application there are 3d printers and laser cutters sitting around in a lot of the schools yes. and nobody really knows how to use them sure and and you know our teachers are very busy and right. they their job is very demanding so if we can help them learn how to use that equipment and uh, you know I think they're one of the things that teachers are afraid of is that the students will know better how to do it than <laughs> they will. And, you know, you got to be willing to do it side by side. Right. Because we have what they're called the, the, the native technology kids that have been, they, they've been using technology since they could use their thumbs. Right. Right. And um, they, they just, it's much more intuitive for them and they're willing to experiment and try things. And we, we, I learn every summer we we have, we work with the summer youth programs and, um, employ some of those kids in the makerspace and we also have them in the makerspace once a week and I learn more functionality on my phone <laughs> <laughs> how to use stuff every summer from the from the teenagers <laughs> yeah oh, I feel like I lose a little bit more every year either that or it's just moving so fast I can't keep up but the yeah. kids are right there on it so very very true what so, about you Susan well I think um Lori summed it up pretty good um I think it's a, a chance to to incorporate more technology and, uh, you know, just bring um, a little more awareness to um, the the use of the equipment. Um, I know that uh, in um, a lot of art programs and stuff, they're, they um, are incorporating the laser cutter into to different um, applications and it just, um, you know, is more of a creative outlet and kind of speeds things up, so... Mm-hmm. And I think being close to CWC is going to be amazing. Yeah, and they are partner, right, Lori? CWC, mm-hmm. yes. so awesome. It's such yeah. a great opportunity for both of you guys. So yeah, and and you know, just so that people don't think everything we do here has to be run through a computer, <laughs> um, you know, I, I, Susan and I both, you know, we're art majors from way back and so I still like to draw my stuff by hand Mm -hmm. and then I scan it and then I turn it into the files I need it to be right right so um you know there are ways to still use our our hands sure and we do have a lot of hand tools and you know for example this spring we'll be having Tom Lucas in the makerspace um teaching um how to make uh horn spoons so wow. this is really old, old technology. Yeah. But we're going to also, after he's showed us how to make these horn spoons, which are so beautiful, um, 
then we can take that horn and we can put it in the laser and do engraving on it. Right. So we're trying to do that sort of adding the old and the new, making the everything old wow. is new again. And sometimes the old processes, you can't, you can't fake horn. horn. I mean, right. it, it's, it's an amazing material. Sure. And it's a lot like plastic. I mean, you can do, when you heat it up, you can do a lot of things with it. You can make it into all kinds of shapes. Right. And um, so he, we had a class with him last year doing this Boons, and everyone loved it so much that we're having him back again. And we're going to make things like hair combs and soap dishes and spoons too, but all kinds of stuff, you know. Very so awesome. That, because it's a great material. Well, and that's, so. you know, that's going to be the difference in the future too is the hard skills that we have. We get, like you were saying, we're so dependent on um, electricity here where we just flip it on. Well, what about a day that we don't have electricity and what things do you know and not know? So I think there's a true art to knowing the things that they used to do and how they used to make things. So very, very awesome. That's a, I mean, the laser printer won't still work, but. <laughs> we'll have to use a scrimshaw knife. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> All right. Well, I am sure that you guys will probably be on the show a lot i i am a huge fan of the makerspace and i'm really excited for you guys to be here so thank you so much for being on today and we'll talk to everybody later thank you today's local lady podcast was made possible by wind river pediatrics at 1005 college view drive in riverton dr mike fisher has been our family pediatrician for 10 years we are so thankful to have him available for all the minor bumps and bruises to the bigger medical issues. Thank you, Dr. Fisher, for all your hard work for our community.